Welcome to Transcend into Wellness, where every week we chat about all things energy, spirituality, human design, and manifestation. I'm your host, Minu, and I'm a transformational life coach and energy healer. I'll be educating you on overcoming your fears, self-limiting beliefs, and raising your vibration so that you may achieve lasting peace and happiness. All right, welcome back, guys, into another episode in Transcend into Wellness and Babbles Nonsense because we make this amazing duo podcast. We do, we do. I love it. If y'all could only see us right now, we need to start posting clips from our <laughs> yeah. Zooms because I have to sit on my couch today. So I'm just lounged back on my couch right now because they're painting my podcast room. So I'm just like chilling with menu right here. Actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take a video. You go ahead and continue. I'm going to take a video for us to post when we release this. Actually, it is really funny because you're sitting with your dog. So I think you you do (laughs) that. Um, But yeah, we are here to actually talk about holidays, holiday expectations, holiday pressure and stress that we actually have to deal with, which is never spoken about because... Like I said in my other episodes, and we've talked about it so many times, is that we are conditioned to be a certain way, the gift giving and the expectations of family pressure and travel and the finances that come around it. It's all a big conditioning pile that we're operating on autopilot. Like we don't even know how much we're on autopilot, even with the holidays. And it's so interesting because Jonna and I were talking and she actually suggested that we do an episode on this, which is a genius idea. And <laughs> when I did the research, it blew my mind. Like 49% of Americans experience high stress and anxiety during holidays. Right. And so I wanted to do this mostly because obviously I tend to try to do an episode around the holidays because my family dynamic is just very different than a lot of people. And I don't know if that it's even honestly that even different. It's probably more common than we think. But like we did that episode a couple of weeks ago on society's lies and what we like, what's the actual truth. I think that we're taught via movies that our family has to be this perfect dynamic or something is wrong. So I was like, oh, this would be good because I have a lot of trauma around holidays and experiencing them and the way I experience them. And This year, it was very different because after working with you, it was like I kind of went into it accepting my family for who they are and expecting like, you know, maybe a fight or two to break out, which it didn't. And I was actually shocked by that. Isn't it funny though, Jonna? It's like when when things are like really bad, we expect like everything to turn around and then it's really (laughs) good. We're like, wait a minute. It's not bad. Wait a minute. When is it going to happen? It's like... (laughs) Right. And I was just like, that's just different. So I really wanted to talk about the holidays. But but also I have a lot of friends that have asked this to me, like, how do you handle this situation? Because I know your family dynamic is different. So we have talked here lately because me and my coworkers go on walks during the day and we kind of talk about the holidays because we all have weird family dynamics. And I was like, that would be a good episode for Minu to talk about and how she handles it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, I actually, I mean, my friends, most of them are brown, so we don't really celebrate Christmas. But, you know, even with my American friends, the way we celebrate Christmas is really just spending time. We're just very present with each other. There is like no expectations of right. have to exchange presents and only if we exchange presents, we're actually friends. And, you know, putting these financial constraints, because at the end of the day, I think you brought up a very interesting point 
presents are nothing but you giving me money and I'm giving you money. <laughs> it's like <laughs> So what she's talking about, guys, on last week's episode, I had mentioned um um just gift giving and how I think it's kind of bizarre as we get older. Like I get it for your kids and your like your immediate family, like giving gifts. Like, and trust me, I'm not saying giving gifts is wrong by any means. I'm just saying, like, for me financially, it doesn't really make a lot of sense if we're essentially just exchanging money out of each other's pocket, <laughs> you know? So I'm just like, we're just basically, if I got a hundred dollars in my pocket and you got a hundred dollars in your pocket and we're like, Hey, we have a hundred dollar limit on this gift we're giving. Why don't we both just keep our hundred dollars? That's so <laughs> amazing. And it's so crazy because it's like, you know, it's, it's interesting. You asked me this question and I always, you know, get a lot of pushback when I say this to my friends, it's like, tell me what you want and then I will get it for you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the best way. It's like all this like surprise and mystery element. It's good. I'm not saying it's not good. It can be fun. It can be. But I think it adds a lot of pressure. It does. And I think that's something that goes even along like we as women, I feel and me and you have talked about this, like we expect a lot from a man when it comes to like, you should know what I want. Right. <laughs> and so whenever like even on holidays or gifts, not even just Christmas, but what about Valentine's Day or something like that? We're like, why didn't he know that I wanted the 14 karat diamond earrings or whatever it is you wanted? And then we get mad because that expectation and that pressure has been built up in your own head. When they were like, you said you didn't want nothing because that's what we'll do. We'll go, oh, nothing. Don't worry, nothing. Exactly. It's like <laughs> passive aggressive. And I, I, honestly, Jonna, I feel like, I mean, you've evolved so much. I don't even think you're that person anymore. And I've never been that person anymore. It's like, I want something. I'm going to be like, hey, by the way, yeah, <laughs> I want that. I'm going to be very like honest. You're going to see it all over my face. I'm not going to be ashamed to ask what I want because right. that's where it, it's like the obligation of figuring out what another person wants. I think that itself is pressure mm-hmm. right it's like so if you're on the season of gift giving and let's just say you're listening to this you have the financial budget you have the time to go and buy a gift I mean just ask them what they want wouldn't it be so much more meaningful when they tell you you give them a budget and then they tell you what they want and you give it to them and they'll remember you for that rather than having this whole element of surprise and then them not being satisfied with it I just think like it's we can avoid all that <laughs> My friends actually do a really good, so like they do for their immediate family. And then I draw names with them because they have a large family. So I'm part of that like name drawing thing. And they actually have, I think either it's either a shared note um, on Google notes, or maybe they just create a list and like five items, whatever. And they exchange their list. So for whoever draws the name, Mm -hmm. you kind of know on that list, Hey, these are the five things that I'm wanting. And like, it can range anywhere from $10 to a hundred. And then you just pick what your financial capability is so I was like that's a really good idea yeah that's actually really neat and you know in this episode we're also going to talk about like inexpensive but very thoughtful gifts if you mm-hmm. haven't got a gift yet now you can you know take from these ideas that we're going to talk about because I believe in presence p-r-e-s-e-n-c-e <laughs> <laughs> and thoughtfulness rather than presence you know same but is your love language time or time though no, my love language is acts of service. Okay. I was like, because my love language is both acts of service and time. So right. to me, I think that's why like presence, like the mm-hmm. P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, like mm-hmm. presence to me, I can buy myself whatever I want. Right. You know, and it's like, and that, so that's what I typically do throughout the year. So by the time Christmas comes, I'm like, I don't really need or want anything, mm-hmm. but I do want your time. 
Right. And, you know, we really minimize that. We really minimize the importance of actually giving time to somebody else. And when I say giving time to somebody else, let me be very specific. I'm not using my phone and texting Mm -hmm. people when I'm talking to you because that's not time. (laughs) I will say the last guy I dated, he was really good at that. Like whenever we spent time together, because he didn't have a lot of time to spend when, whenever we spent time together, he made sure not to be on his phone. Like, and he would actually put it down away and like put it down. So I will say, I will give him credit for that. Right. Isn't that so nice when somebody yeah. does that? Like, And I, I also, noticed it. Like, I was just like, oh, you're not on your phone. That's actually pretty cool. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also like saw, I don't know, I think a YouTube video or something where somebody said that even when we have the phone, we're like, let's say we're talking to someone and we're not using the phone, but we have the phone like upside down on the table. It still sends a message to them psychologically, like, you know, across kind of that, it, that we're fully not present versus not even having the phone on the table. Like it's like not even having the phone in vicinity. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. And so th- that's something that I learned. So, and like you said, your your love language is, you know, <clears throat> quality time and acts of service. So I think it would just be so much more easier if people just understood how to love us, you know, mm-hmm. how we receive love instead of just gift giving is the norm. We have to do it because, you know, that's just how it is done. That's just how it is perfect. And, you know, perfectionism is another thing which I want to talk about. It's like, it's not being perfect. It's like literally asking, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> also, That brings another point. So I think it was last year that one of my friends said she watched something on TV where the kids were going to school and basically another kid had said something to another kid, like, what did Santa bring you? Or what did Santa bring you? And once Santa brought one kid, Mm -hmm. a PlayStation, and then Santa brought the other kid a Mm t-shirt because, you know, obviously I hope no kids are listening to this podcast. I wouldn't think they are, but like, cause obviously, you know, Santa is the parents, right? Right. but somebody made a good point. Like the teachers were like, how do we explain to these children why one kid's kid gets a better present than the other kid from Santa? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you explain that financially Santa got this kid a better present than the other kid? Like what made that kid more quote unquote worthy of a better gift? Right. And And I was like, damn, I never thought about that. That's actually so true. It's like, how do you explain that to a child? I mean, it's like, we don't even know how young child is, right? It's like, we have no idea. And it's so interesting because it's like the pressure and the stress, it's like it totally contradicts the purpose of the holiday. Isn't right. the purpose of the holiday to be with your family, to just be and relax. And that's the only time you're not working. So you're not having work stress, but then there's holiday stress. I'm like, what? It doesn't, doesn't don't you think it just like completely ruins the purpose of it? Right. No, I agree. And I actually want to get into, I I wasn't even going to think about this, but like you are from India? Yes. Okay. So you moved here when you were how old? Oof. Wow. That's a long story. Okay. (laughs) I moved here when I was 23 years old. Like this was like 2013. So I moved here when I was 23 and then I moved to Mexico and then I moved back to Nashville in 2018. But you've been in the U.S.? Oh yeah, for... I've been in the US on and off. Like 2013, I was in the US and then most of 2013 and then all the way from 2018 till now. So that's like five, six years counting. So you had a good amount of time, obviously, in India. Oh, and yeah. y'all don't celebrate Christmas, correct? We, I mean, not technically, no. It's okay. not one of the biggest festivals in India is Diwali. So we okay. don't 
celebrate Christmas like it is here. So when I see this, I mean, that's what I was going to ask. Like, what was the first, when you first came here, were you like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) What are these people doing? (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, it's like everything was new, right? It's like everything was new. It was a clean slate. So Thanksgiving was new. I was like, oh, you can be, you have a day to be thankful for. I thought we were supposed to do that every day. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. No, I love that. I love that. (laughs) And then Christmas, it's like. You know, it's so interesting because the first two years when I was here, you know, I was working in a corporate job and I had a part-time business. Now it's full-time and that's another story for another episode, but um, I had a part-time business. And so I felt the pressure of giving uh, giving gifts to my coworkers back then. Yep. You know, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what to get. What is this gift giving even? So I remember going to Google, doing a lot of research and like getting gifts for everyone, not knowing the budget, not knowing the needs. Like it was just a lot of things. So I actually, for the first two years I was here, I thought Christmas was just about giving gifts. (laughs) That is is how oblivious I was. Well, I mean, that's kind of how we make it like consumerism. I mean, right. it is, I mean, it is kind of how we make it like all the commercials, magazines, everything like here's the present for your loved one. Right. And then it took me like after being here for a while and, you know, obviously talking to my clients, making new friends, making American friends. I was like, oh, so Christmas is actually about being with family. Yeah. And then I just didn't understand what the pressure was. Isn't that a time where you're supposed to feel good and happy to be reunited? You don't see them all the time. And then when I researched, I was just like 49% of Americans. What? Right. So that's what we need to kind of get into because like, I know Thanksgiving was a few weeks ago. Christmas is coming up in the next week or two, depending on when we put this episode out. And that's something since you do, since you are offering free coaching through this service that you're doing through our podcast platforms, I kind of wanted to dive into that and how to navigate that if someone doesn't have that quote unquote picture perfect family that Hallmark puts out. Like my family dynamic, there's either someone is always fighting on a holiday or someone's dreading the holidays. Like I remember I used to dread going home for the holidays because I didn't know who would fight. Then my uncle who used to put on um, Thanksgiving passed away. So then I was like, is Thanksgiving even, does it even mean anything anymore to me? You know? So I kind of wanted to dive into that with you on like how you coach. I'm sure holidays, I would assume like for therapy is your most heightened time (laughs) of the year to get coaching because I feel like there is a lot of depression around the holidays. There is so much depression around the holidays. And the first, I mean, it all all starts with the weather, right? The weather goes down. So it starts getting dark at 4 p.m. And then we don't know what to do. Everybody's in bed by seven. And they're like, (laughs) it's true. I don't have a life, you know, like. I think it starts there. And then the second is the pressure around being family. I've actually, it's interesting you brought it up because I was just coaching another client yesterday because she was like, I am so nervous about like flying to New York because her family's in New York. And she was saying she was really nervous about flying to New York. And so I think if, if, you know, anybody that's listening to this and, you know, you're flying in or you're going somewhere and it's not a, not an ideal quote unquote ideal environment the way you have to deal with it is ask you ask yourself two questions, which is, do I really need to fly there? Is it an absolute necessity for me to go there? That's one thing. And the second thing is, am I willing to go there and face the consequences and still have a good time? Because right. you can't change other people. Right. <laughs> about this. 
<laughs> right. And that's, and I think that's why like going home for Thanksgiving this year, like I actually did choose to go to my parents for Thanksgiving when typically I would go to Nashville and see my other family just to right. avoid the other family dynamic. Mm-hmm. It was actually more peaceful because it was more of a, an acceptance after working with you, like just knowing that that fight could happen and that doesn't change who I am as a person. It doesn't change how I feel about anyone, but that's just how it is. You know, it is. And that's exactly what I was like coaching my client yesterday on. I said, well, if you know that it's going to be a strain dynamic, can you still go there and make sure you are having a good time? And you you still do all the fun things that you promised yourself that you would do, meaning that is probably you meeting your old friends or maybe you meeting your cousins or you going to your favorite places and, you know, eating there. Like, can you still promise yourself that you can still do that? while the family dynamic happens because the thing is at the end of the day we can't change anybody if they want to fight if they don't want to coexist and be peaceful then they don't want to coexist and be peaceful like it sucks but we just have to accept the family dynamics or the people for who they are so that we can find freedom well and another reason why like again like this whole gift thing like I have a huge family so mm-hmm. a long time ago, like, and I, I do make probably more money than anyone in the family. Cause I just have a call, like a college degree and, um, I just work a lot and I'm not saying that to be like any kind of boastful or anything like that in any kind of way, but I'm the one that obviously could financially, if I wanted to give every single person a gift. Right. Yeah. Right. But to me, like that doesn't financially suit me because there's other things that I have to do. Like I've, I don't financially just have like all this money to give. I wish I did. Mm-hmm. But at the other, at the other aspect of like, of it, like if you got one kid, a different gift than the other kid, mm-hmm. they're like, you love them more than this person. And I just don't know how to navigate that. Okay. So what I started doing a long time ago would pick one person Mm-hmm. And I wrote like rotated each year who it's whoever needed it the most. And I would, I would rather get someone a really nice gift mm-hmm. versus. So if I have 13 nieces and nephews, instead of doing $20 gifts, like if I had all that money mm-hmm. to give one person a gift, I would pick one person and I would give them a large gift. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that was the right thing to do or not because, but they, but people just realized like, that's what I was going to do. So like one year it was my sister, one year it was my mom, one year it was my stepsister, one year it was my stepbrother, one year it was my stepdad, like it just rotated. Mm, That's so interesting. Let me tell you what I did. (laughs) In 2018 and 2019, because I had what, like 17 coworkers, you know, (laughs) I, I I was pretty, pretty much in good terms with like seven or eight of them. So it was like, okay, so what I I did and what you all can do is I got everybody the same thing. Yeah. And I just wrote it in different cards. I just, you know, picked out different cards and I wrote different names and I sent different messages, but I got everybody the same thing because at the end of the day, like, like my presence, like I said, presence, (laughs) I don't even know how to say that right anymore because it just sounds so similar. Right. That is itself is a gift. And it's not, and and the reason I, I gave the present is to honor your tradition. I'm just honoring your tradition, but that doesn't mean, oh, like, that's what you mean to me, right? Right. It doesn't have to mean that that's what you mean to me. So I think we, maybe by educating some people, maybe by just bringing awareness, we can just break this down. It's like, let's not have it as a necessity. And Jana was just telling me how wonderful, wonderfully she navigated through this with her friends. It's just that she said, let's meet up and actually have brunch 
or yeah. let's up and go to this place because we don't do that all the time. So being more conscious and spending time with the people you love can be more. When, like we said earlier, like if I'm just exchanging money and we're exchanging money, why don't we keep our money? And as we get older, we know that families grow. Like my right. families are going to like, my friends are going to start having kids and they're going to have their own family plus their parents, but like, plus their now spouses, family. So their family's growing. And I'm not saying to not get any one gift, but like, at the end of the day, we have to think about like how financially people can stretch what they can do. If you got all the money in the world to do that, good for you, boo, do you. But for the majority of people, we do feel that pressure. Like you were talking about earlier, like I got to get everyone a gift. And if I don't, if it's not a good gift then they're, they're not going to think that I care about them. So that's when I was like, we probably decided probably three years ago. I was like, Hey guys, let's stop getting each other gifts and let's go brunch, lunch, dinner, whatever you choose, whatever day during December you have. And let's just hang out. Let's just have a girl's day because it's it's two of my friends and their mom that always try to like exchange gifts. So I'm like, let's just go do something, whether it's coffee, cocktails, whatever it is. Right. Let's do something and sit down and talk because it's a busy time of the year. Mm-hmm. When do we get to see each other a lot? Like, let's just mm-hmm. sit down and talk and have a good time. And to me, that is more meaningful. You want to buy my lunch? Why don't we just pay for everybody to the left of us? If that's what you want to do. Right. You know? Yeah, I think that is actually more thoughtful. We are so go, go, go. Everybody's so busy. We don't have a minute to just be like mindful and have a conversation eye to eye without checking the phone 10 times. I think <laughs> giving true. a gift of time is the biggest gift you can give in the season. Like, with the way the world is going, with the with the you know consumerism culture that we're in, I think time is the most scarcity. It's like the biggest scarcity of everything. When I said that it's in my podcast last week, and I was I was not trying to make it like a Debbie Downer or a depressing one, but I think the holidays do kind of remind us. And it we talked about depression a little bit around the holidays earlier. Like loved ones have passed away, or they're not there for the holidays, so you think about them more. And I was just saying, like, I kind of went off on a tangent saying, like, we truly forget how valuable time is until a tragedy hits, right? Like, it takes a tragedy sometimes to, like, someone passing away or something. And then you're like, oh, my gosh, let me stop and think. Oh, wow. Like, time is so precious. But then how quickly that fades. Yes. And I have a very interesting perspective to share on that. When somebody passes away, you're not sitting and thinking, oh, this person gave me all these tiny gifts. No. Right. Thinking, oh my God, I miss that person. Yep. I miss talking to that person. I miss exchanging conversations with them and having this amazing time with them. Yep. So I really believe time and presence is the biggest gift you can give. Somebody. My uncle, who is one of my probably favorite people in the world who passed away, gave me the best gifts, the best gifts. Oh, yeah. he had great money, gave me the best gifts. I don't remember a single one of them. Exactly. exactly. Like, well, I mean, I remember some of them, but like, I, re- I remember him and I sitting over coffee yeah. every weekend morning, having yeah. a conversation, debating and having the best time. And like, he would call me and leave me these voicemails saying, Hey, it's your uncle Ronald. And I'd be like, well, I know who it is, but thanks for telling me. Exactly. That's so nice. That. Yeah. yeah. That is so sad. And it's also so valuable. It's like he is missed dearly. And you know, yeah. miss his energy more than what he gave you. Right. You know I mean? And so if like, you know, anybody that's listening to this, like this is an opportunity for you to be very mindful and you know, offer the gift of your time to your loved ones because we just don't know how much time we really have. We don't. We don't. we don't. And not, I'm like, not to make this like a Debbie Downer episode, but just saying like being truthful, like, and everyone says it every year and you truly have to like 
what is the true spirit of Christmas? Mm. It isn't a gift. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. for you to remember, like, obviously it's Jesus's birthday and what, what you're supposed to remember, um, with your Christianity and things like that. But it's not about giving gifts. It's like, I honestly don't even know how it went from Jesus's birthday to Santa coming down the chimney. <laughs> like, I don't even know how those two things coexist or like where that came from. Like probably should have done some research on that, but I'm just saying like, I, I truly don't know. Anyways. Yeah. I think, I think it's all, I, th- I think at the end of the day, I think we talked about this too in the last episode, <laughs> which is like, I think this is just another thing that we need to do for consumerism, for us to feel good enough, for us to feel like we're perfect, for us to feel like, okay, we're checking this box. We give the best gifts, you know? So it's like, so, you know, I was like thinking about this episode today and I was like, where does all these like expectations come from, you know, majorly? And, you know, one of the main sources is social media. It it's is. Like, you see social media pictures of others gifting others and doing things. And you you just think that is the way it has to be. Otherwise, it's like less than. Otherwise, it's like not perfect. So I'm happy to tell you, we are happy to be here and say that there are a lot of inexpensive, very thoughtful gifts and I'm going to start naming them so you can start getting prepared. And the first is a handwritten card. Yep. I mean, how amazing is that? Like, I used to do that all the time. And my friends would be like, I can't open your cards in front of anyone because I'll just cry. And I was like, <laughs> goal accomplished. <laughs> I you said can- all the right words. That's so funny. Yeah, exactly. So it's like just a meaningful card saying how much that person means to you, what a difference they've made. I feel like that will stick with someone for a longer time than a hand sanitizer and a spa set. I'm just, I'm just saying. Listen about that. Mom, if you're listening, stop getting me that shit. It goes straight to the trash or to Goodwill. So stop. (laughs) Oh, anyways, that's funny. And then another thing, you know, I was thinking about is homemade treats. I think the most thoughtful like very like understated gift of everything because somebody has taken time and effort and is giving you what they created. My friend Megan does that. She's really good at that. Yeah. It's really special, isn't it? Like, I mean, well, she, she even takes it a step further. So she's vegan and I'm Mm gluten-free. And so she'll go, Hey, Jonna, I made us some vegan gluten-free treats for Christmas. And I'm like, yeah. Or she'll do it for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're awesome. Love you. Yeah. And one of my friends today, actually, she's not going to be here for Christmas. So she actually baked, uh, baked bread for me and she grinds her own wheat berries. She's like, oh, wow. She's like, she does witchcraft in the kitchen. I don't know what it is. but (laughs) It's amazing. So she gave me like fresh bread and I was like, this is the greatest. This is amazing. Like, you know, so it's like just appreciating the effort that goes in just goes such a long way. Right. And then the third thing I was thinking about was a part of plant. Mm hmm. Plants carry life. Plants are life force energy. You know, a plant can be something as signifying a new beginning. And Christmas and New Year is all about new beginnings, isn't it? Right, right. That's a whole nother episode when we get to New Year's. I know. Oh, God, yes. We have a lot to talk about. And then uh, the other thing so many people are getting into this these days is like journals. Yes. Just journals. Just a very pretty journal. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can be less than like $10 or $15 where people can actually write down their thoughts process their emotions, you know, but isn't holidays all about that? It's like being transparent, being present with each other, good or bad. So journal is a great gift. And then the other thing is socks and gloves. It is cold, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) 
It is cold. Yeah, socks and gloves are not that expensive. Everybody needs it. Everybody wears it. And wouldn't it be awesome when somebody just thought about you when they were just putting a glove on? Like, I, think I know. We as children, I think I used to get so mad when you would get gifts like that. But like, as you get older, you're kind of like, I don't want to go to the store and buy this. Like I have holes in my socks, but then someone gives it to you and you're just kind of like, hey, I really needed this. Yes. And the reason I actually say soft and the socks and gloves is because somebody actually gave me a pair of socks and she said, you need woolen socks and you don't have woolen socks. So I'm going to give you that for Christmas. I said, I love Aww. you. Don't give me anything else. This is way like, this is great. Right. Right. <laughs> And then you always have a blanket. You can always give them a blanket, you know, like blankets can be used to accessorize your couch or it can be used for you to cuddle up when you're cold, you know, so a blanket is always a good thing. And the, you know, the final thing I came up with is like a thoughtful playlist. Yeah. How cool is that? Like a mixed tape or a thoughtful playlist with like songs, you know, that they can play and they'll think of you. And every year when they play that, you know, play that CD or something, they'll think they'll know that, okay, you have given them this playlist of the best songs right and uh, that's funny because my old high school boyfriend used to like uh, this is how old I am guys burn <laughs> cds for me <laughs> I burn cd mixtapes from my boyfriend um somewhere they're somewhere right but, um, so yeah the whole point of this you guys is just to say that you know your time is a gift your energy is a gift and so this is just a reminder for you to be more present with your loved ones rather than going to the store and figuring out what you want to get. Yes, they're going to remember that. But they're, what they're going to really remember is the time you spent with them, the words you say to them, how you show up, how present you are, how attentive you are. You know, that is what they're going to take away with them. So in this like really fast moving society where you're always go to go, 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 go. Presence, focus on presence, you know, focus on being thoughtful and mindful and actually spending time with the people you really love. And right. I yeah, agree. Yeah. And so on all that, we are done with this episode and we're going to bring out another one for the new year. So stay tuned and don't get caught up with this Christmas drama and the presence <laughs> drama rather focus on presence. I yes. I agree. <laughs> no, change your presence to presence. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys like our episodes and our collaboration, please feel 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 free. God, I can't speak. Feel free <laughs> to leave us a review on Babbles Nonsense Podcast, which is hosted by Jana, and then Transcend into Wellness, which is hosted by me. And we want to keep making more series about how to do all the things which are difficult to navigate through this beautiful journey, beautiful rocky journey called life. <laughs> And I've saw I've seen where on Instagram where you've posted some that people have already um, asked you about, which we will get to, guys. Don't worry. We just wanted to drop this holiday episode before Christmas came, but we will get to the other um, questions that are really good. I've seen me and you repost them, so keep them coming. Yes, absolutely. So the next episode is going to be <clears throat> some people that have asked for some coaching. So they've yeah. sent me some questions on something they're like some things that they're really navigating through in the season. So stay tuned for some free life coaching, guys. It's like completely free. You just have to listen and pass it on to anybody that it could help. And so stay tuned with us. I love you guys. And we will see you on the next episode. All right, guys. Until next time. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Transcend Into Wellness podcast. If this episode resonated with you or served you in any way, big or small, make sure to share it on your social media and tag me at Transcendence by Minu. 
I always love to be a part of any breakthroughs you have. Namaste.